Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. This is your gracious host, John Hunter. This is LA Confidential, episode 10. We've made it to the double digits. Guys, welcome back. It has been a while. Uh, We've been on a two-week hiatus, uh, just working some things together. I'll explain. Uh, A lot has gone down in these two weeks. I'm going to ask where I'm at. Uh, I'll tell you guys, um, because of the trade deadline, we all know... um, I don't know what happened two weeks ago when Anthony Davis demanded a trade. Lakers fans began to uh, begin to salivate a little bit at the thought. Um, a lot went down. A lot went down. Let me um, let me first start by saying that I actually had a great, amazing, unbelievable show for you guys two weeks ago. I had two of my basketball guys on with me. Uh, the show was excellent. We had some terrific content. It was right when that uh, right when that uh. Uh, Anthony Davis announcement ha- uh, went down. Um, we had a mix up with the equipment. It was some te- technical difficulties. Um, when I tell you guys, this was uh, easily, easily the best show that we would have put out. Um, it had an hour long show for you guys of just straight amazing content. Um, I guess who I had on were unbelievable. Um, I appreciate them being on. Uh, what happened was uh, near the end, after we finished recording, the whole thing got deleted. Nowhere to be found. The show got erased. Um, couldn't hold my guys up any longer. Didn't have time to re-record. Uh, so I decided to take a break for the week. I was going to take a break that week anyway, but then Anthony, Anthony Davis news dropped. Had to put out a show. Unfortunately, didn't work out. <clears throat> Went on a two-week hiatus. Um, kind of really just... Um, Want to let everything settle first because there's a lot of different stuff happening. So I figured I'll wait one more week after this trade deadline, and then we're going to go over what happened despite what the outcome was. Outcome wasn't exactly what we all wanted, but uh, it's okay. We'll get into that. Uh, going to do the show a little different than we normally do. Uh, may not be as long, but I definitely couldn't make y'all wait any longer. Um, been a two-week hi- hiatus. I'm uh, not going to go over, uh, not going to do the, the beginning part like we always do, or we do the breakdown and go over the games and the scores in two weeks. We'll just talk about um, kind of the overall theme of what's been happening. I think there's more along the lines what people kind of want to hear and talk about. Um, so what we'll do is start off, as you know, Lakers have been struggling lately, um, kind of struggling. We are 3-7 and seven. now over our last 10. A lot of it has not looked good. We're 28 and 28, right at 500 right now, and unfortunately in the 10th spot. Uh, two and a half games back of the Clippers at the 8th spot. Sacramento's ninth. Um, it's okay, still close. Uh, we're not far out. We just had to make a, a late season push, if that's what you want to call it, a late season push. Um, right after, you know, a lot of teams, things switch gears. People know. You watch a lot of basketball, you understand that things switch gears after the All-Star break, uh, which is coming up. That is going to be uh, that's going to be when we had to kick it into gear, and a lot of things kind of threw things out of whack. Uh, so, a couple things we didn't get Anthony Davis. If you hadn't heard, which I'm sure you have, uh, haven't heard, we didn't get Anthony Davis for the trade deadline. Made some interesting moves. Acquired Reggie Bullock uh, for our rookie from the Pistons. Uh, we traded our rookie Svi Mikaljuk to the Pistons for Reggie Bullock. A lot of people, you know, it's not a household name. Uh, they get Reggie Bullock because Reggie Bullock is a sharpshooter, very good shooter. Um, they figured he maybe fit him with the offense. It'll take him time to adjust. Uh, his debut didn't play great, but again, give it time. Uh, things will adjust. Um, we had uh, the move that a lot of people didn't like. But asked about we traded Zubak, Vixa Zubak, and Michael Beasley for Mike Muscala. Um, 
a lot of people didn't like that one. Not a, I mean, I personally wasn't a huge fan because of the way Zubak has been playing lately. He's been excellent. A good young player, young big. Um, mainly what that is, guys, if you're wondering and puzzled about that move, that's really just to free up uh, some roster space and some cap room. Beasley was throwing because there's been some turmoil in the locker room, uh, kind of with him and uh, the coach. And things were looking good, which kind of speaks to kind of speaks to Magic Johnson and the organization kind of taking Luke's side. You got to back up the coach sometimes. You got to back him up. Show say, hey, listen, we're with you. Um, if Beasley's going to cause problems in the locker room, I mean, that's what this, this is their mindset. Then um, we're going to, you know, move on with him. Uh, a lot of the talk, we're going to talk first about like maybe uh, we'll get into the Anthony Davis stuff a little bit. But um, talk first about maybe where the Lakers heads at in terms of, you know, that freeing up space. Now, there's been a lot of talk about. Who's gonna who we're gonna sign? Because of right now, you know, uh, you know, the trade deadline's passed, but it was buyout season. Now a lot of players bought, got bought out their contracts. People are free agents right now, kind of seeing maybe who we're gonna pick up. There's a lot of talk about the Lakers getting Carmelo Anthony. I'm still so so about that. Um, my only hope, because you know, Melo again, I don't know if he fixes our problems. Because when we talked about this in earlier shows, the Lakers have been talking about maybe signing Melo all season. Um, doesn't give us the doesn't give us any kind of defensive push, uh, but maybe I guess what they're hoping is that you know he played him and LeBron are you know very good friends. They're hoping they play well together. Melo can you know I mean you still have to you have to respect Melo's shot. And I'm thinking maybe Melo give him uh, maybe a, a, a veteran presence, another veteran presence outside of LeBron and Rondo, um, and maybe a little scoring punch. Uh, most likely Melo be brought at the bench. I don't see how you start him unless he's just outstanding. Uh, which I don't know how likely that is, but um, one move that I was thinking about because the Knicks and it, 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 the Knicks end up you know buying out Cantor's contract. I think Ennis Cantor's a talented basketball player, especially for a big. If we need a if we want an offensive punch, especially from a big man. Cantor be good to have. One problem with Cantor, reason Knicks cut him wouldn't fit in well there because Cantor doesn't really play any defense. But same time, I don't see I don't I don't see him hurting us. I see Cantor definitely helping. Cantor's a, a good rebounder. A good he can definitely. You know, put the ball in the basket. Um, he could shoot it. He could shoot it. Uh, I feel like Cantor be a good fit. I, you know, keep your eyes open. That's something we might see later uh, from Ennis Cantor. Um, Lakers might take a look at him, but we'll see. Um, going back to this though, let's let's jump on what people really wanted to talk about a little bit. Uh, the Anthony Davis thing. So Anthony Davis announced about two weeks, around two weeks before the trade deadline. That he wasn't happy, and we this is all speculation before you know even he said this. Anthony Davis, you know, this guy's a winner, man. He wants to win. This is talking about this is the top five player in the NBA. He wants to win. Said told the Pelicans organization that he wanted out. That moment, you understand that all teams in the NBA engines are revving. People are gonna throw trades at him. I think for us, and you know, Magic Johnson decided, you know what? We're going all in. We're going all in. Uh, because the two teams I feel like have the most to give Anthony Davis, the Lakers and the Celtics. As we know, um, we talked about it in the last show, which is really wish we had it, but you know, it's here nor there now. Um, the Celtics have a lot of assets to give them, uh, but we had the advantage because we wanted to get it done before the trade deadline. We had the advantage of the Rose Rule. Uh, in short, I won't go into too much detail, but the Rose Rule basically, you can't have two players who have signed a Rose Rule extension, uh, or you can't trade for them and have them be on the same team. Kyrie Irving is one of those players who signed a Rose Rule extension, as well as Anthony Davis. 
uh, which means the Celtics couldn't make a play for him until the offseason uh, because Kyrie's a, Kyrie, will, his contract will expire. They'll have to restructure, and then they can make a trade for him, um, which gave us you know, an advantage um, at this moment now because we had, as you know, we have lots of young players and assets. Um, so that's what happened, and the Lakers were in serious talks with the Pelicans about acquiring Anthony Davis. A lot of stuff happened. A lot of people expected a move to happen before the trade deadline. Um, we threw a lot of stuff at him. Uh, I'm telling you guys, we had we threw a lot of stuff at him. Even as great as Anthony Davis is, it even made a lot of people like, wow, like really? Like we're talking, like guys, they were talking about trading Lonzo, Kuzma, Ingram, Zubak. Like then two and two first rounders plus like some throw-ins with like KCP and like Michael Beasley. There's a lot of that. I'm not gonna go through all of them because we had several different trade packages ready for Anthony Davis. Um, we were throwing at him a lot of time. We were trying to have these talks with Anthony Davis, and listen, let me tell you something. Uh, it ended up it didn't end up happening. Pelicans Pelicans were really just not trying to have it, and. Honestly, they thought the Pelicans like really figured they were like getting something, getting one over on us. Um, they try to come back and like, oh, we want Pelicans came back with at one the only counteroffer they were like, oh, we want four first round picks and a couple second rounds and some players. You can get out of here with that four first round picks. The Pelicans weren't trying to play ball. Okay, guys, if you didn't know already, like the Pelicans, we came out. The Pelicans were were we send them trades. The Pelicans are leaking. We're leaking to the public what the Lakers are sending. Um, sending it out. That's what stay in the organization. Leaking it out. They can do it if they want. It's a punk move to what they are. Dale Dimps, GM of the Pelicans. Listen, Dale Dimps, I don't, and I'm listen, I'm not, I don't I don't like talk trash about people. Dale Dimps is punk. Okay. He's a punk. First time this guy when you want to we're trying to have serious trade talks. This guy his times didn't answer the phone. And I'm not saying, listen, don't owe the Lakers anything. You don't have to do anything. But you want to just not answer the phone for an extended amount of time. You want to send back ridiculous counter offers, um, thinking that oh we can just wait and see, see if the Celtics can offer. That's fine. You can do it if you want. But you're talking about in terms of like you want to make a basketball decision for your team. The Lakers actually, and it's crazy. I look back at it now, and I'm almost happy. I'm a little relieved. I think everybody's a little like one of the neighbors. A little relieved that we didn't send you know Ingram, Lonzo, Kuz, Zubak. KCP and two first rounders to the you know to the Pelicans gutting our team because that means after that we we have to make excellent signings and really hit in the offseason. Um so Lakers didn't get it. Dell Demps, Pelicans GM, he really he he never really had any intention of uh he never had an intention of giving of, of trading as Anthony Davis. Kind of wanted to see. Which, you know, in terms, of course, being the young team we have, uh Cause a few, cause a few problems later, cause a few problems because these young guys are young. You know, you don't, you don't ever want to be here. You don't ever want to hear you're going to be traded. Like, you know, all together, it's like you know they're probably thinking they have some value, but like a lot of the young guys didn't take it well, and you, they reflected in our games, reflected in some of the games. I mean, we got we got smashed uh, by the by the the Pacers in that one game. We got smashed. I'm talking. We lost by 42. That game. That game was uh, I remember 136 to 94. They, you could just tell. You could tell those guys didn't even look like they wanted to be there. They're still like reeling over. Like, are we going to be traded? Are we going to be traded? Certain things you got to focus on. It's like young, young guys. That's what happens. I really like what Kuz said. I mean, it's like that's why I'm such a fan of Kuz. Kuz said, "Listen, you know, it's a business. Kuz, as young as he is, is a business. He said that if they try to trade you, that means you have value." 
which is like, again, I mean, that's a, you know, of course it bothers him, but I mean, that's a mature way of looking, looking at it. It's going to bother anybody. Um, got smashed by them. Um, LeBron's back, which is great. Rondo's back. We don't have Lonzo right now. He, he still has that, still dealing with that great three ankle sprain. Uh, still going to be without him for a few weeks. And then we don't know how, um, you know, take time to get him back in rhythm. Um, causes a few problems. You know, anytime players can be traded like that, you know, teams go through a couple things. This time, Magic Johnson, Luke Walton, going to have to sit down with these guys. And, you know, explain to him, like, you know, this is how the world works, how the NBA works. This is how business works with the NBA. I'm, you know, I'm not defending them. I'm just, you know, speaking to both sides, both sides here. That's what happens. Um, I really love the way Kuzma's been playing lately. Even though we've been, we haven't been great, Kyle Kuzma's been excellent. This guy's been hot. Uh, Rondo, Lula, what he's playing. LeBron has been playing great. Still coming back though, and you can tell. You can kind of tell with LeBron. Um, it's not really at a hundred. I don't think he's at a hundred percent. Still getting back into the rhythm. He missed seventeen games. I mean, it was uh, it was sixteen in a row, if I remember correctly. And then you know, he came back one, took him out for uh, another game for load management. Uh, but seventeen games, get back in the rhythm. That's tough. That's tough, especially with the team. As of right now, what the team needs to do, team really, really has to buckle down at this point. Got to buckle down. Uh, understand that, um, you know, we're at the halfway point of the season. And we're in the 10th spot. We want to make the playoffs. We got to get together. Have to get it together, offensively and defensively. Like, I, I hate I hate the, how we've been playing defense. Yeah, we really haven't been playing. Like, we just take, let's, let's take a quick look at the last three games. Patriots put 136 on us. We got that great, great win on the Celtics, which is amazing. Rondo hitting that, hitting that last second buzzer beater to bury his old team was amazing. But they put, you know, that's 129, 128. I mean, we just, I mean, last night we lost to the Sixers, you know, 143, 120. I mean, I know the Sixers just got Tobias Harris, the good team. Um, that game didn't really have much defense all, but 143 in regulation, no. Can't have that at all. Cannot have 143 in regulation. Um, so it's kind of a look like, you know, what do we do now? Uh, what do we do now? It's, it's, it's the NBA. You're going to have up and downs. That's what the young players got to learn. You're going to have up and downs. You got to, you kind of got to just crawl through the mud, get through it, come out, come out there every night and play basketball. You know, like, again, we'll go back to Coos here. Um, we'll go to Coos and Lonzo actually. Coos saying like, Hey, yeah, he goes, he said, I'd be lying. You know, if I wouldn't. You know, worried. I mean, that's a lot of stuff. You got to worry about to be traded. He's like, okay, gotta, you know, what if I do with my place now? Where am I going to live when I go there? Lots to worry about. It's hard. It's hard to focus on basketball. You know, it's easier said than done. I can come up here and talk about it, but it's easier said than done. You think about to be traded. You're like, this is the team I thought I was going to be on. You get traded, throws a lot of things into whack. You could tell a lot of the guys kind of just felt a sense of relief after the trade deadline was over. I think the whole team did. And right now we're kind of just putting it back together. The whole team, is, you know, hey, trade deadline's over. Okay, back to business. Lonzo posted something online on his Instagram, uh, kind of just happy he wasn't going. Um, unfortunately, which I was just hoping would just stay gone, is that when you know trade rumors start coming around, here comes Lavar. Lavar's back, everyone. That was great. Hear from Lavar Ball yapping his mouth again, talking about where he wants to, where he you know he said no, we're not going to play anymore. Said, what do you mean we? I mean your son. I mean. You haven't done it much to demand where you're going to play. He said, oh, I want us to go to Phoenix. That's the crazy part. We even put a three-team trade together with Phoenix, the Pelicans, and Lakers, which actually was a good deal for everybody. Of course, the Pelicans didn't want to do anything. Hey, we're not going to talk about them again, though. But 
again, Lavar yapping his mouth again, saying Lonzo's the best player in the team, and the young, uh, the young players be nothing without him. And here we go, which kind of just makes you think, like, like man, like when we drafted Lonzo, like again, I here's the thing, I like Lonzo's game, I really do. I'm a fan, I'm a fan of Lonzo. Fortunately, we had to draft his dad too, but again, his word doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean a thing. Doesn't mean that's what Lonzo thinks or reflects on what he, how he feels. Uh, we still got to go out there and uh, we got to play uh, every night. And we get off that for a second. One thing I want to talk about, and again, like I said, it's not gonna be a, it's not gonna be a super long show, guys. Let's talk about one more thing, actually. Um, a lot of people are really starting to look at Luke Walton now, as in, like, is he going to be the guy? People are calling for it. People are like, we don't make the playoffs. Got to fire Luke Walton. When this got to fire Luke Walton. And, you know, at some point, at, at in some sense, it's a little justified, I guess. Um, but I still think people are kind of jumping too early. People are trying to come kind of come out come for his head a little too early. The Lakers have had a lot of up and downs this season, a lot of turmoil. You know, it's been, we're talking about like, you know, LeBron missed 17 games. Lonzo's out for over a month. Uh, Kuzma's out. Kuzma's out for a little bit. We've had switches and switches lineups. This whole thing with the trade down with Anthony Davis, trying to get Anthony Davis on the team with, you know, players being traded, trying to get the chemistry right. Uh, a lot of stuff has happened. We're still sitting at we're still we're still five hundred right now though, we're five hundred. We still have a lot of season left. We made the playoffs. Like I mean, I feel like with all that being said, Luke hadn't done a horrible job. Luke hadn't done that bad. Like for everything he's had to deal with, uh, you add you get a whole new team. That's a lot to deal with, and I feel like Luke's gotten getting a lot of flack, which he shouldn't. And you know, that's just you know, I think people need to be a little bit, a little bit more. I know people been patient, but need to be a little bit more patient, just a little bit. I think it's not right just to come at Luke. It's been a lot of stuff going on. You got to give him a chance. Um, we'll kind of really see where this where this goes from here. But um, before we're in here, um, if you need to calm down. It's okay. We still have we have something Lakers have to do though, which. Not Luke Walton. This is going to reflect on Magic Johnson. Magic's going to have to get it done in the offseason. He's going to have to get it done. I love our young players, and I'm a little relieved we didn't gut our team because I feel like they have a lot of potential, especially Kuzma. Um, uh, Alonzo, too. I, I'm not, especially Wade Mulhelly, I'm not a huge Brandon Ingram guy. You guys know that. Um, I think he has potential, but I, I, I'm just not huge on him. I feel like he should be much better than he is. Um, but... We gotta get magic. Magic Johnson has to get it done in the offseason. He has to. There's a lot. This 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 offseason is gonna be insane. It's going to be insane. There are a lot of guys free agency. We just gotta kind of wait to see what teams do. We'll go start with the Warriors. The Warriors. I mean, we don't know. They can't pay everybody. Boogie has to get paid. Clay has to get paid. Durant has to get paid. They have they have they have a decision to make to see who they're gonna pay. Who's gonna stay? Who's gonna pay? Because you know, having Clay Thompson would be amazing. There was a report came out earlier. You know, Clay, Clay was saying, "Oh, the Lakers have gotten Anthony, Lakers got Anthony Davis, and the Warriors don't." You know, there was is a rumor saying that the Warriors didn't offer him a max contract. He considered the Lakers. That's crazy. Love Clay Thompson. I mean, Jimmy Butler is going to be a free. I don't know how he'll come. Kawhi's still up in the air about what people are thinking. Oh, Kawhi Leonard. Um, that's that's up Durant. There's some guys out there. There's some names. Anthony Davis will almost I'm I'm almost 100% sure he's getting traded in the offseason for sure. I don't know where he's going, but he's 
definitely getting traded in the offseason. Traded, though. Not so can't sign yet. Not for a year. I mean, Anthony Davis did say, though, the crazy part, which I love, is that he said he didn't want to be in L.A. Um, his dad was saying he didn't want him to play for Boston, which makes me a fan of his dad already. <laughs> uh, but um, I, we'll see because, he, you know, the thing is Anthony Davis might sign long, he, he, he might sign like, long-term with another team if he's happy, which I heard could be the Knicks. You know, I don't know. Because he wants to win, though. I guess he would, he would probably go to the Knicks and hope that, you know, if he goes, that's a place that, you know, we've often heard that Kevin Durant might go. Um, he probably signed in hopes of other players signing. Now we're hearing things that a lot, a lot of talk that, you know, Kyrie Irving could leave, that he might join LeBron up again. That's just, you know, there's a lot of players out there. Um, I'm not saying we got a home run completely, honestly. We have to make something, a, a, a substantial move. Uh, in the offseason, got to get somebody. Even if we don't get two, we got to get somebody. And maybe, like, you know, get one. We got to get another star for sure. We have to hit another star for sure in the offseason. And then give me one one mid tier level player as well. Add on. Um, team is definitely need to make moves. Again, LeBron's on a four year deal. Listen, it's not going to be great forever. No one, no one beats Father Time. And we have a window here where, you know, I'm sure they want to win while he's here. But at the same time, we want to set ourselves up for the future as well. It's kind of a fine line. You're kind of walking a tightrope here. Fine line we have to walk, kind of figure that out. Um, that's in the future, though. We've got some time ahead. For right now, Lakers got to get the chemistry right, get the game right, and uh, try to get these Ws, guys, honestly. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's uh, what I'm going to talk to you guys about. A little different show. I just want to go through a little bit of what we've been, th- what we've been through. Um, next week, we will go back to our normal formula. Uh, we'll go through the games in the week, and uh, then we'll do a breakdown of what happened. Uh, next three games, um, Lakers are coming here to my hometown, uh, where I live right now, uh, which is Atlanta. Lakers at, Lakers at Hawks. That's on Tuesday. Uh, it's tomorrow night. Uh, Thursday, um, got a toughie. Got a toughie. Got to play the Red Hot Rockets. Got to play the Red Hot Rockets. They, you know, James Harden. That is a battle every time. Oh, and Saturday, the irony. February 23rd on Saturday, we play the Pelicans. Oh, yeah, but let me go back here real quick because I, I, I kind of caught me off guard because it's not all in one week. Because, you know, this is the All-Star weekend. So when I say um, uh, we'll decide, I may or may not put out one after the All-Star game, but we just have Tuesday's game against the Hawks. After that, it's All-Star weekend. The next time we play is on thir- that following Thursday against the Rockets. I wanted to clear that up. I guess that didn't, it may have came off a little unclear, but that following Thursday after All-Star Week, we play the Rockets. But February 23rd on the Saturday, we play the Pelicans. And I don't know about you guys, but I really hope we smack them. <laughs> I really hope we smack I want us to win every game, but I want us to smack the Pelicans. Uh, really stick it to Dell Dims. I'm going to get off Dell Dims, but yeah, I really want to stick it to him. Uh, but yeah, those are those are our next three games. Um, there's a break between the All-Star... Uh, after All Star break, uh, not gonna be much to talk about because we only have one game in the All Star break, so we may wait a week. Uh, but let you guys know, don't worry, keep in touch. Make sure, guys, uh, you're following um, following the Instagram page, John the Great Five. Uh, if you're on Twitter, you know LA Confidential John. Gotta try to be posting more updates on there. Keep you guys in the loop. Uh, what's going on, guys? This has been episode ten, LA Confidential. Again, I am your gracious host, John Hunter. I will see you guys. Next time, episode 11. Peace.